and welcome to Prince Track by Track. I'm your host, Darren, and today we're going to be talking about Glam Slam from Love Sexy. Uh, recorded, as with pretty much all of the album, um, <laughs> in December 1987 at Paisley Park and released on the 10th of May 1988. Um, on this particular track, it's just Prince with Sheila E. doing the percussion. Uh, the track is 5 minutes and 4 seconds. The single version was cut down to 3 minutes 38, although there was a 12-inch uh, mix release that's 8.52. Uh, the single was released on the 11th of July, 1988, and it was B-side was Escape, which um, is kind of a, an evolution of the song Glam Slam. Not the pol- uh, not it, Escape, the Pina Colada song. No, no, though I would have loved that Prince covered that song. That would have been amazing. Oh, yes. Uh, just to hear him sing the words Pina Colada. Training <laughs> um, me to talk about this song is Tim Holsizer. Hello, Tim. Hello, Darren. And um, I, with everything on Love Sexy, I will struggle to find a kind of genre for it. You know, there's a very kind of spiritual influence. You know, some of the tracks have like a kind of gospely feel. This song doesn't, I don't know. I find this song very hard to kind of classify simply because, you know, it is a very kind of princey song. The lyrics are very kind of, um, you know, linked to to the language that that Prince has. Uh, You know, the fact that he has the phrase glam slam, you know, like, what does that even mean? <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> you know, there's, uh, th- th- it's, it's just such a kind of odd thing. Um, you know, it's, and it's also, it's kind of, you know, it's led by the drums, the, you know, and you know, there's, there's the kind of, um, there's the kind of the string stings that are in there. Um, and you know, it, it kind of fades out with that kind of, the kind of the, the swath of strings with the little kind of like orchestral, hits kind of going on yeah uh, i don't know it's a it's a very strong i have i have no way to classify this uh in a particular genre yeah i try to think of words to describe it and like something about the deliberate beat all i could come up with was that it's a stately affair but i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean it, it like that the thing is as well is the beat that comes in the the pum that thing um you know that also is the basis for this b-side escape uh you know they kind of end up kind of being two sides of the same thing literally when you bought the seven inch um you know so it's it's kind of it's i don't know it's just unusual although the extended version of it is called um it's what the the extended version of the b-side should i say is called escape free your mind from this rat race which is you know a little bit of the sentiment of glam slam as well and um i don't know it's such a it's such an odd song, you know. It is, um, and and just odd that Prince chose this to be a single as well. That's the or or that um, you know that that Warner Brothers felt this could be a single, um, you know, coming after Alphabet Street. I don't know what people would have thought of it. It's such an it's such an odd thing that in 1988 this is this is kind of the choice that they went with. It's it's kind of uncategorizable, un- however you say it. I guess the best genre to put it in is just Prince. Uh, yes, yeah. that is what it is, you know. You know, the lyrics themselves, you know, Prince says, This thing that we've got, it's alive. It seems to transcend the physical. One touch and I'm satisfied must be a dream, it's a magical. And then the chorus, uh, which in the video, you know, everyone sings, you know, it goes around the whole band. You see Maiko singing it, you see Dr. Fink, you see Sheila E. And they're all singing, Glam Slam, thank you, ma'am, you really make my day. <laughs> Glam Slam, thank you, ma'am, I pray you always stay. Um, and I, I don't know what it means. I it's, it's kind of, you know, it's a variation on the whole wham, bam, thank you, ma'am thing. Right. But just done in a princey kind of way. <laughs> I don't know. It, 
to me, it's kind of charming because it's just this, you know, Prince at this point, he is, um, you know, he's recently turned 30. Um, and so I guess, you know, the, the kind of the spiritual revelation that got rid of the Black Album and replaced it with Love Sexy. This song seems to feel like kind of the epitome of that, you know, like the very kind of new agey lyrics, um, you know, the kind of, you know, I know I hold you too tight, but you just can't seem to get close enough. I want to hold you every night. <laughs> I'm so horny and you're the star. Again, Prince can't, he can only get so spiritual. He can't completely <laughs> hide, you know, his natural kind of, um, you know, his kind of natural sexiness. Yeah, this, this absolutely brings together the spiritual and the sexy. And, you know, the, the kind of middle eight has this weird thing where he says, heavy feather, flick a nipple. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, baby scam water ripple and then you know someone actually says i don't understand and prince says it means i love you and it's like come a butterfly straight on your skin you go to me and i come again uh, you know again prince cannot hide the, the sex that's in him um and then you know sun is risen moon is gone soda fizzing on the lawn come a butterfly straight on your skin glam slam um, you know, it's, <laughs> I don't know. And it's, you know, we get a repeat of the kind of opening and, you know, the opening words, you know, this thing we've got, it's alive. It seems to transcend the physical, um, you know, and, and we get the chorus repeated and, you know, Prince asking, you know, I pray you always stay, um, you know, and like we say, it kind of fades out to these strings, uh, you know, obviously, uh, Claire Fisher once again, put in, you know, an arrangement, um, kind of on most of the songs in this album but not on this song <laughs> oddly enough in the video there is actually you know, like an orchestra sitting there as if they are playing the strings but the strings themselves are kind of like synthesized hmm. um so it's like a really odd visual because you think to yourself oh well this must be one of those songs that has claire fisher's you know orchestrations over the top uh, but it's not it's one of the few that doesn't <laughs> and yet in the video prince is fooling you by putting an orchestra there and, and pretending that they're playing on the song now, the single itself did not perform that well. Oh. Um, it was, you know, um, I don't know why, but for some reason, the singles off, um, off Love Sexy were released in clear sleeves and they had like a, a sticker that had like the, the arrow. Um, something that on when Prince was on the, the, uh, the Love Sexy tour, you know, um, he had these very specific clothes that had arrows and circles and various designs on. And, and this kind of follows that. And obviously the kind of the, the way Prince's name is written and, you know, on and the word the way the word Love Sexy is written, you know, there's a very specific kind of like typeface that they used. And Glam Slam has that on this sticker. Um, and it, it basically didn't enter the Billboard Hot 100 and it only got to number 44 on the Billboard Hot Black Singles charts. Um, and it actually managed to get to number 29 over here. Oh, wow. Um, just one day after my 11th birthday, ah. um, it, it, it charted and it was on the charts for four weeks and then it was gone. Uh, so not as successful as Alphabet Street, which kind of, I think, charted quite highly. I'm surprised they even made a video for it because, you know, there are a few songs that Prince released as singles that, that kind of just, they didn't even bother doing videos. They... Yeah, well, as, as you, as we were talking about before we started recording, it, it is just kind of using the same set as the the live movie he made yeah so it's not they didn't they didn't spend a lot of money extra on this no they didn't and interestingly enough you know um prince did a, a version of this um you know in 1991 called glam slam 91 and that eventually evolved into get off this was this is the basis of like 
three other songs basically <laughs> it's it's kind of crazy that this this song itself spawned a few other songs it's it's really odd yeah as much as i love prince uh it it does feel i don't know if embryonic's the word but it doesn't it feels half formed like a half formed idea it's somehow like he has so many songs that that meld the spiritual and the sexual i just uh this, this isn't one of my favorites of that of those kind of songs later on um <laughs> Glam Slam would be the name of a nightclub that Prince actually opened himself in 1989. Um, And there were a few of the venues in Miami, Los Angeles and uh, Yokohama, of all places, uh, that opened, um, you know, which they weren't tied to Prince, but they were kind of licensed by Prince. In the film Graffiti Bridge, uh, the club that Prince already owns on the Seven Corners is Glam Slam. That's, you know, that's the one that he owns. Um, and then, you know, you also have, um, you know, First Avenue and you have Melody Cool and, you, you know, there's a few of the on the seven corners. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> it's weird because this this feels like a kind of throwaway to most people. But for Prince, obviously, the phrase glam slam must have meant something mm. because he kept kind of like reusing it in other ways, um, you know, and, and, you know, ended up um, ended up doing something called glam slam Ulysses. Uh, which was going to be like a, a musical, um, <laughs> which would have uh, various kind of um, uh, characters. And, uh, you know, Prince was trying to get it onto um, Broadway. Um, and, you know, there were a number of characters that were based on songs that he later recorded, like Dolphin and uh, Endorphin Machine and Race and, you know, Strays of the World being one of the most famous because it was, you know, written specifically for that project and, it's just it's so weird <laughs> the prince you know this thing glam slam kind of meant so much to him and i don't know it's just it's such a weird thing that 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 this is one of the songs that you know i can kind of understand it with like uptown and mm-hmm. paisley park and controversy you know like those feel like more iconic songs whereas this does feel a little bit more kind of throwaway and experimental it's a, it's a fun phrase <laughs> as far as lyrics go i'm glad he didn't call his club like baby scam or flick a nipple glam <laughs> 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 slam is definitely the option uh, for me i'd have to say um three out of five just because whenever i think of love sexy you know i think of obviously alphabet street first and after that, I kind of think of, uh, you know, when two are in love, uh, you know, I know, I wish you heaven, <laughs> positivity. By the time I get to like, you know, dance on and glam slam, those are kind of like the last ones that I'm thinking of when I think of this album. So I can't really call it more than a three out of five. That feels right. Yeah, that's where I'm going. <laughs> Interestingly enough, um, you know, aside from like Alphabet Street, I, you know, I haven't been able to find any kind of substantial covers of any songs from Love Sexy. You know, it's it's kind of like a forgotten Prince album. You know, you had Sign of the Times before it, which, you know, obviously so well known. You had the whole Black Albums thing kind of happening before this album. And then after this, you have Batman. So it feels like this is kind of an overlooked album, which is a pity because, you know, the Love Sexy tour is probably one of my favorite kind of tours, Mm. Um, you know, and and I think that the stuff he did on that tour is kind of interesting. And, you know, he had stuff from the Black Album, you know, that he played publicly, you know, before the album was ever released. So, you know, it's it's a really great tour. But, um, you know, the most, I'd say actually the weakest part of the the kind of the two-hour show is the love sexy material, you know, the, Mm. you know, apart from the Anastasia, which is like an eight minute performance, which the crowd really get into. 
um, you know, the rest of the kind of stuff off there, you know, like I know and love sexy and stuff, they just live, they kind of sound a bit thin. Well, at least you got an iconic album cover out of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that is, yeah, that is a great album cover, isn't it? You know, if I, let's put it like this. If I was 30 and I had that body that Prince had when I was 30, <laughs> that would have been my album cover too, you know? I'd be like, yeah, let's let's preserve whatever this is and let's get it on a cover <laughs> so everybody can see it, you know? Yeah, when he when he when he died, uh, that was the album cover I chose to photoshop my face onto. <laughs> <laughs> see, now I wish I'd have thought of that. I wish I'd have thought of that, but yeah. Yeah. So, uh... my family didn't appreciate it uh, that much, but that's okay. <laughs> Uh, okay, well then let's go to plugs. Is there anything you wish to plug, Tim? Um, nope. I'll add my plugs to your plugs. Let's plug you. Okay. Well, you can find us on Facebook at Prince Track by Track, or you can find us on Twitter at Prince Podcast, or you could email us, not sure why you would, at Prince Track by Track at gmail.com. Thanks once more for joining me to talk about Glam Slam. I loved it. And otherwise, thank you, ma'am. <laughs> Bye-bye.